so much of our time, I think we've thought that we needed to learn something new to go to the next level in our life. And that, that may have been true during the information age. We've now got the information. So I want to call this the application age, that we are actually applying what we know. You've gotten great at divine working, but what about divine living? Welcome to the Divine Living Podcast. I'm your host, Gina DeVee. You're not alone in wanting more. And here at the Divine Living Podcast, you can expect to be part of conversations from women like us who unapologetically dream big and are obsessed with manifesting our most fabulous lives. The conversation starts now. What is up, queens? I am so looking forward to our time together. I am so, so beyond delighted to just soak up all of this luscious time together as we close out the year, start a new one, end an era, start a new one. There's so much goodness coming our way. So I am going to uh, kick this off with what's in my heart, and uh, and then we're going to proceed forward with intentions and trainings and inspiration, motivation, all the good things. So, my loves, so delighted for you to be here today as we do a thorough reconnection to what we know about mindset. You know, at this point, so many of us have read the books, so many of us have gone to the seminars, had the same conversations, like we've got the training now. And the really amazing opportunity right here, right now in this moment is for us to now train ourselves to use what we know on a regular basis. And we are such blessed women to know that not only do we understand quantum physics, not only do we understand that we have the power to create our reality, we also have a spiritual connection, which additionally lets us be conscious to the fact that we have access to infinite intelligence and an unlimited loving universe. So. With that, I just want to recap what actually is true, what gets to be our foundation. And when we train our brains to make this our thinking habit, we win. We win every single time. And this is how we can go through life with so much more success, so much more power, so much more grace, so much more abundance, and of course, so much more joy and happiness. So the fact is that when we create this habit in our brain and in our thinking, it will be the way we function every day. And so I, I woke up today just feeling really, really proud. I had set my alarm for 4 a.m. and I woke up before my alarm rested at 3.45. And I looked at my clock and I was like, this is just something is 
there's something not normal. Like my brain couldn't handle that I was waking up at 3.45 and that there, this was somehow normal um, because of my old conditioning, because of my old neurological pathways. And yet my body was ready and, and my emotions were excited because I've now trained my body to get up early on a regular basis and have time that I love in the morning for reading and journaling and meditating and coffee and then moving into where I'm actually starting to enjoy my workouts that today started at 5.15 a.m. And I think even my trainer was like, hello. And I'm like, hi. And I just realized that though it took some time, not a ton of time, it took some time and it definitely took consistency. It is now a habit that I love. It's a habit that I cherish. It's not, there's no should in it. There's no have to, there's no heaviness. There's no drudgery. It's a choice. And it now feels like a blessing. When it used to feel so the opposite, I used to think the opposite about it, and therefore I had an opposite experience. I used to think I was fat. I used to, fat, overweight, whatever. I used to think that if I was going to get physically fit, that it was going to be really hard, take a long time, and be this thing that I didn't like. I used to say that I didn't have time um, to work out in the morning. I used to think that people that woke up at 5 a.m. were ridiculous, and now I'm waking up at 4 a.m. So all the, the, the stuff that I used to tell myself, it used to be my reality. And now every day I get on the scale and the, the weight is released and it is a joy and I love my body as it is and, and it's just a habit. And though I know that we all have gotten better in our habits of thinking, I find that that one is still the one tripping at least me up the most and perhaps you as well. So with that, I wanted to discuss today the habits that we can think to, or the thoughts that we can think and make this positive, high vibe, abundant mentality our habits. Sound cool? Sound exciting? So the first one that I write about in my book is everything is happening for us, not to us. Everything is happening for us, not to us. And so getting that concept in, everything is happening for us. When we say for us, that is for our betterment, for our success, for our strength, for whatever it is that we're up for, whether it's perseverance or joy or whatever it is. And we've got to catch ourselves, but we can do this. We can train our minds to say everything is happening for us, not to us. Everything is happening for us, not to us. And all of the stuff that we want to go into resistance around, or that's not fair, or I don't like it, or it doesn't feel good, or that's wrong, or I'm going to complain about that or have some kind of negative emotion, it's so ingrained in us. It's not even like, well, I mean, it's default mode. I mean, it's just, it's not even thought about. It's just, it's, it's a reaction. 
and until we train our brains differently. And I saw even earlier this week me catch myself. And it, when you're so committed to any time you find yourself out of an emotional vibration that you don't actually desire to be in, when you bring it back, when you bring it back, and the the quicker you catch it, then you're going to train yourself to quick more quickly, and soon then this will be the automatic default. So let me share an example, team members. So team is so much about collaboration and getting the vision out into the world, and ultimately it's about support. If you're a business owner, it's like, you know, your team is your support in getting that vision out into the world. And so I used to have this lack mentality around team. And anytime someone would leave, that it was like, oh my goodness, devastating. How are, how am I ever going to recover? Who else could be that good? This person knows everything about my company, especially when you're like a solopreneur and you've got one team member. It's like a hundred percent of your, your team leaves then. Or if you've got two team members and one person leaves and it's 50% is gone and it feels, it felt like it was like this really big thing. So I had this whole lack mentality that there just, there weren't a team players out there, if they were out there, they were too expensive, or I couldn't attract them, or I wasn't worth working with that level of a person, and all this gnarly stuff. And then I also had it programmed that when someone would leave, that I would be in lack, that I'd have to work harder, that stuff would slip through the cracks, mistakes would be made, that it was this basically this horrible, awful experience. Well, clearly I hadn't created the habit yet that it's all happening for us, not to us. And once I started to apply that, it wasn't automatic at the beginning. I'd be like, oh man, I remember my um, personal assistant gave her resignation literally the week before I was going to leave for my <laughs> domestic and international in-person book tour. And it was like, are you serious? You've been with us for like a year. You know what's coming up. You know what we've been preparing for. Like, this is like the worst time. Now, if you are in this industry or a coach or an internet marketer, like there's never a good time, by the way. We're always launching something. We're always doing something, but we always feel like that's like the worst possible time. And I, I remember feeling that ping in my stomach and I remember feeling that pit in my stomach. And I was like, oh, however, fortunately for me at that point, I had just written the book and I was like, well, okay, this is happening. For, but it, it was so illogical. It seemed so hard that I was going to have to like go and leave and not have this support and someone who knew and had that like, and, and she gave like a two week notice, which also just felt like my whole like justification side. This is, this is terrible. This is unfair. We've been so good to her. Well, how could she only leave us a two week notice? Of course we can't get someone in and trained in two weeks. And the whole like on and on and on was spinning in my head. And I'm starting to like grasp the, it's happening for you, not to you consciousness. And so, and then finally got a hold of it. And then I, and I really went there. And I really applied the principle, it's happening for us, not to us. And it 
was life-changing, absolutely life-changing. And I didn't have the answer then. I just had a different emotional experience. I was like, wow, this is happening for me. Like something good is going to come from this. And, and I started to really program that into myself. Like, this is amazing. And then I started to apply other mantras that really work. Like, I'm thrilled this is happening because I'm thrilled she gave her resignation because. And for me, with that particular position, I saw areas that I was willing to settle because I didn't want to deal. I saw areas that weren't up to par that I like had to handle myself or ha someone else had to handle because the person in that position wasn't, you know. And then I just started believing like, wow, like, well, someone even better, even though I couldn't really imagine it real well, even someone even better is going to come, someone even better is going to come. So all this to say, two weeks later, the world shut down. Two weeks later, the pandemic hit. Two weeks later, the book did come out and there was no book tour and there was no this and that and all this stuff that I thought that she was going to be handling. Not to mention she was my personal assistant and came to the house every day. People weren't coming to the house then. And so I either would have been put in the position of letting her go or paying for a salary that I didn't fully need. And the things then that I did need didn't have to be confined to a geographical area. Anyways, all this to say I started to get it. So then the next time someone resigned. And you can see how loving the universe is. Then the next time at an even more significant or bigger position on our team um, sent in her resignation. And with all due respect to Glenn, Glenn was like, ah, can you believe this? Um, and, you know, was like on the, this isn't fair. And she only gave us a month. And, the, and I, I sat there and I had now trained myself. I was like, this is awesome. And he's like, what are you talking about? This is the worst time. And like all the stuff that we used to always say. I was like, this is awesome. This is awesome. And I just finally got the default that something bad couldn't be happening. So I didn't even go there emotionally. I didn't go there psychologically. I didn't make anything about what she did or how she did it wrong because I knew she wasn't in charge. The universe is. And so if the universe thought that a longer window was needed and to my benefit, then that's what would have happened. I don't always know best. And in our human mind, you don't always know best, but the universe does always know best. And then because I wasn't giving any emotional energy or any psychological space to all of what was wrong or unfair or getting angry or mad or making this other person wrong, all there was was space for the positive and the possibility and everything that was going to happen in the perfect timing and in the perfect way. And it was like, wow, okay, well, who is going to step into this role? And I didn't have a lack belief anymore that things were going to fall through the cracks and then that we were going to have to work hard. And, and, and sure enough, it's like when you take a rock out of the ocean, the, the water swoops right in. And when this person sent in her resignation, we thought we were going to need to go through a whole hiring process, which I had a positive attitude about and was game for, and literally even put 
job ads out and hired an agency to handle this hiring process. Again, super positive that per, uh, hiring agency fell into my lab and the whole thing. And then we looked at our team and we already had a team member who was excited, capable and willing to step right into that role that we could not possibly see. Actually, we so much didn't see it. We we're out hiring this agency and she came to us and she was like, hey, I'd really like to step into this role. And it's gone seamlessly. So earlier this week, my trainer texted me like 20 minutes before I was supposed to work out on Zoom. And he's like, I'm not feeling well today, so I'm not going to make it. And I could feel like my previous conditioned Gina was like, well, that's unprofessional. And I paid you for this package. And you know that I have bikini body goals, you know, and I'm down to the wire now. And this is like the last, you know, couple of weeks that I've got like, I like it all started to like percolate lightly. And then I was like, no. And I was like, this is happening for me, not to me. I'm like, well, how's this happening? Maybe I don't have to work out today. And I was like, no, that's not the answer. And I was like, oh, because actually I haven't been doing much cardio. It's been more weight training and resistance training. And to slim down, my body needs some cardio. So we, the universe actually removed him from the picture that day so that I would walk up those stairs and get on a treadmill and do my cardio. I didn't need to go, he's unprofessional and it's on Zoom and why couldn't he just sit there and the whole thing. And so, so much of our time, I think we've thought that we needed to learn something new to go to the next level in our life. And that, that may have been true during the information age. We've now got the information. So I want to call this the application age, that we are actually applying what we know, that we are practicing what we preach. Because not everyone knows this, right? Like the whole world is filled with complaints and upset and disharmony and anxiety and depression when we can be in flow, when we can be in that state of allowing, when we can see that our good is coming to us, when we can anticipate the miracle, when we get to be the creators and the designers of a loving and benevolent world outview. We talk so much about the money story or the man story or the mother's story and any of that, like, and the relationship that we have with ourselves, others, etc. This gets into our relationship now with the universe and our relationship with God. Like, what kind of relationship are we designing? Are we designing one where we get the short end of the stick, where we get taken advantage of, where we always get the bad break, it doesn't work out for us? Or are we creating a relationship where everything is happening for us, not to us? Everything is by design. The universe is always, the Course in Miracles says, self-organizing and self-correcting. A small thing, but it was just one of those things like, oh, I went on a online store to buy something and I was so excited to see what I bought. And I remembered vaguely on 
the website pop-up said your first order is 50% off or something like that. But I was so excited to see what I was looking for was there and in my size that I just went and purchased it. And I was like, oh, I didn't get the 50% off thing. But I was like, whatever. I wanted the dress. It was there. It was that. But I had this like niggle feeling like I wasn't like maybe I should call them their customer service and see if they can, you know, uh, get me my 50% off and tell them what happened. Cause it felt like that. Like, like I, I was owed that 50% off. You relate to the end. Um, so it was, it was consignment store. And then I went actually yesterday, I got a text from the real, real, the other consignment store that I, I purchased from a lot. And I got a text from them. They said, Hey, Gina, do you have anything to consign? If you have anything to consign this month, you get an extra $200 bonus or gift certificate or whatever. Well, the 50% off of the other dress would have been $200 exactly. And I just, I kind of had a little chuckle and I said, thank you universe. It's like, the $200 that I didn't get from the other store, I got from this one. And of course, it could have been like, well, but I could have had both. But I'm not ever going to be that person. Like, I am not going to nickel and dime the universe. And I don't want to be nickel and dime. And I can see a gift when it shows up. You know, it's like I had a little niggle about the other. I was going to let it go. The universe tossed me this kind of gift of awareness to say, hey, I'm the one in charge here. I'm the one always self-organizing and self-correcting. And the more relief and the more faith and the more surrender and the more playfulness and the more belief in an abundant, loving universe, the more we're going to catch things more quickly on our behalf, the more we're going to enjoy the dance of life because we're going to be on the adventure. We're going to be in the inquiry. We're going to be in the emotional vibration that sets us apart so that we are more quickly and more consistently the vibrational match to what it is we desire. Because I don't know about you, but as I have been reflecting on the past year, the past decade, the past era, I spent so much time on all the stuff I didn't want. I put so much energy into fear and lack and hurts and frustrations and limitations and false beliefs. And it's time I'll never get back. But today, I can do it differently. Today, I can make a different choice, and I do. And, and that's what I want for all of us, that today is the day that we get to think bigger, be more playful, be more open, and be that vibrational match. And as I've been reading in Ask and Is Given, like I never got how simple the manifesting process is. I never got how... It's ask, okay, well, let's start with that. Like not use prayer as a last resort. Let's start by asking God, spirit, universe for whatever it is, more money, the new team player, the program 
fulfilled, the soulmate, the ease with working out, the slimming of the waist, whatever it is. So when we ask, step two, that's our job. Step two is not our job because step two is it is given. Spiritual law says every ask is always given. That is law. And when I read those words, I soaked it in and it it made so much sense to my soul, not to my brain, but it made so much sense to my soul. So it's like, all right, ask. Every ask is given. That is law. So this is where we get to be in an emotional vibration of so much joy that it's, this is what it means in, in the scriptures where it's already done. It's already done on the spiritual level. It's already done on the spiritual level. Every ask is always given. Okay. So then step three in the manifesting process is we must be the vibrational match to be able to receive it. So it's like we've asked the universe, the universe has already given it, it's on its way to us, but for it to meet, it's got to be a vibrational match. Otherwise, we don't end up experiencing the manifestation. And the vibrational match, it's a vibration, like energy is a vibration, feelings are a vibration, emotions are the most powerful vibration. So when our vibration is, uh oh, I'm scared it's going to take so long. I'm afraid I can't have it. That's a lower level vibration. When we're angry or in fear or judgment or making someone wrong, I can't believe that he canceled on me 20 minutes before. What was he like hungover from Sunday night football or, you know, it's a low level vibration. But we're, when we're in joy, passion, gratitude, these are super high vibrations. And that's how we become this magnetic vortex for attracting our good. And so that then becomes the work of making sure that we are the vibrational match to that which we seek. And when we run this system, this becomes our habit when we're functioning from this place of, wow, it's all happening for us, not, not to us. Oh, this is happening for my good. I don't know what the exact answer is, but ooh, it's going to be even better than what currently is happening. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Oh, it's for my good. Oh, God can see something that I can't. This is exciting. This is joyful. This is abundant. And then we're that vibration. That's how we manifest more quickly. And we're human. And to the degree that our areas are defaulted in the lower vibration, then we get to joyfully raise our vibration. We get to meet ourselves where we're at. Okay, I'm noticing that I'm experiencing sadness. I know that I'm experiencing frustration. I know that I'm having an experience of failure. Thoughts say, even though failure can't exist, that's how it feels right now. And meet yourself tenderly and lovingly where you're at. The less time you can dwell there, the better, because every, every thought, every feeling, and certainly every verbal communication that we deliver at this level strengthens it, strengthens it, strengthens it. And we want this to become weak and this to become strong. We want the low levels to be the weak ones and the high vibrations to become strong. 
And when we do that over and over again, like anything that we practice, like anything that we practice, it becomes stronger. And it, the scriptures say, and the weak will become strong. That means the weak areas in our life are exactly meant to be the strongest areas in our life. And that truly, absolutely, all things are possible. All things are possible. So in focusing on what we desire, on focusing what is possible, the temptation is to look at the world in a way that what is on the surface is what's status quo, what's, you know, likely going to happen, what the masculine says is probable and predictable or what's going to happen in a certain amount of time. But it's the feminine that is the realm of the miraculous. It's the feminine that knows how to bend time and space. It's the feminine that knows that your opportunity or your team player or your soulmate can come in out of anywhere, anywhere. And so as we open up today to setting the stage of our life, to really getting great at, it's all happening for us, not to us. You will see your life transform before your eyes. You will see yourself living your destiny. You will see you have created a new relationship with the divine. And this gets to be your new normal. Yes. Yes, my queens. Yes, this gets to be your new normal. All right, my gorgeous. I hope that this episode was a blessing in your life. And speaking of blessing, I know that you are meant to be a huge blessing in the lives of so many others. And if you have been thinking about starting a business or just wanting your business almost to be like your ministry, where it's your full expression, giving of your gifts and talents, where you also get paid really well for it, come join me in my gateway to your dream business program. You can go to divineliving.com forward slash gateway. And for 10 weeks, I am going to lead you and mentor you and have beautiful like workbooks and videos and live calls and Q&A and a whole community of women just like us who are really committed to living our truth and living on purpose and being the queens of our life in the way that God intended for each and every one of us. You are meant to be successful and prosperous, and I am absolutely honored to be a mentor to you on that path. I know what it was like to be in doubt and fear for so many years and try things that didn't work, and it gets depressing and frustrating and expensive, by the way. And what I teach in my Gateway to Your Dream Business program is a very streamlined step-by-step approach where you'll get a video and a module and a live call every single week. Plus, there's an implementation call with coaches and mentors from the Divine Living team. You're going to be so handheld all along the way. The women who have been through this program get quick successes, quick wins. It's the place to be if you're either wanting to start a business or get the business that you've got going really off the ground and scalable. So come join us, divineliving.com forward slash gateway. All right, queen, did you love this episode and know someone who would love it too? I would love for you to leave a review on iTunes and share this podcast over Instagram. Tag me at Gina DeVee. And thank you for queen supporting queens and for your continued support. 